Welcome to the Sellernomics Podcast, where we share valuable tips and information in the Amazon and e-commerce space. Each week, we deliver the best interviews with some of the top Amazon personalities in the industry to help you grow your business. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. And now, here are your hosts, Rob Stanley and Lisa Kinski. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Sellernomics. My name is Lisa Kinski, and I'm joined by my co-host, Rob Stanley. And today we have with us Lokesh Parashar with ADK India. And we're actually going to be talking about the India Hosted Buyer Program for U.S. e-commerce sellers. So this is a brand new topic for me and Rob. We're definitely interested to learn more. So let's go on ahead and bring Lokesh on. Lokesh, how are you? Great. How are you, Rob and Lisa? Yeah. Doing very well. So good to see you again. So Lokesh, let's jump straight into the content here. I know we're talking about the hosted buyer program, but I think there's another group that we have to talk about first, which is the Federation of Business Ambassadors. So what is that? Abbreviated as FBA, but not the FBA that we're used to. So who is this other FBA? So incidentally, the both names are FBA. This is the Federation of Business Ambassadors, DBA. Federation of Buying Agents is the formal name in the Government of India registration of a non-for-profit society. As you know, buying agents are sourcing consultants, buying office, buying houses, uh, sourcing managers, even brand office category heads who are in India to pretty much manage the sourcing functions by buying function of any company. So this federation has all the service providers who are providing supply chain manager jobs uh, and tasks and roles to all the brands, whether they're retailers, wholesalers, importers, and of course, now the new stream for the last decade of e-commerce sellers as well. So Federation is primarily working in three different domains, which we, which I call as 3G principles. So first G is the growth of the business of buying agents. How do you grow more buying agents, sourcing agents? How do you make them achieve efficiency, uh, how do they scale vendor management. The critical roles of, a, of an agent is to offer services to a client and we focus on the, that growth area, that how do you improve that area. Second G is generation of business opportunities. That's where the topic of the day-to-day, the hosted buyer program, we'll discuss more about that, where we invite overseas clients to visit India and a wonderful platform where we are offering a lot of incentives to uh, sellers to to importers, wholesalers, retailers to look at India as well as the sourcing destination. And third G is grievances, where I think uh, uh, I would say Gitida as G also falls under the same thing, where we look at all the grievances which can happen in your business, whether it's payment issues, whether it's disputes, legal disputes, whether it's because it's it's an international business business between suppliers uh, sitting in India, buyers from all over the world. There is a person, there is an entity which is representing the buyers in India and they're also managing a lot of issues at the factory level. So and, and other service providers like freight forwarders and packaging companies and audit companies and inspection companies. So a lot of in- entities get involved to make it happen. So there could be certain issues when supply chain get disrupted and then the blame games start to end. It's financial mess. Federation has a legal desk which manages all the grievances. Those, these are the three different areas where the Federation of Business Ambassadors operate out of India to manage supply chain issues for sellers, e-commerce sellers, and and other people who are buying from India. Make sense? 
I think so. Yeah. It, it almost sounds like to a little bit like the Better Business Bureau here. They like help you with like the putting it together and grievances and things like that. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I also don't know a ton about the Better Business Bureau either. So, <laughs> well, that's a government of uh, I think U.S. Uh, BBB. This is purely a non-profit started by volunteers. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, Lokesh, uh, we you know. Tell us a little bit, how does that relate directly to the hosted buyer program or how did the hosted buyer program kind of come out of that? Or maybe it came first. Tell us a little more about that. India has been always a second or maybe a third choice for sellers when they are looking at private label, when they're looking to get out of the wholesale and retail arbitrage and they want to do it. The obvious choice becomes China or now in recent times, if we, actually China would be now second or third. The first would be like Mexico or some somewhere near. So India has always been second, now third, or maybe fourth option to explore. And that is the reason we have a lot of export promotion incentives given by the government uh, to the exporters. We never had any association, any community which was empowered, which was created, which can help the sourcing agents. And that was a thought we had in 2014. We, myself and another competitive uh, buying house, uh, we, we became good friends. Just like now every e-commerce seller is a compet in competition, but they are traveling together. They're meeting conferences. They share ideas. That's how we also share it and say, okay, let's build a federation where we can grow this sourcing community business, where we can think of sourcing community business. And as, as you must say, for every entity, for every business, the generation of opportunity, clients, uh, business growth, that's become very important. And that is where we said, okay, how do we make sure that when the buyers are traveling to India, all the export promotion council started by Indian government are primarily looking at meeting the exporters of products where they are paying a lot of incentives to them, wherein we are not getting anything because we are not part of the product exporters. We are service exporters and we don't have anything in India which is promoting that export promotion council activity. So we started it on our own. As, a, as an entity, and that is where we say whatever the government of India is giving to the sellers, to the importers and wholesalers to come to India, attend the trade fairs, meet the exporters, they, they give them flights, they give them hotels, uh, factory visits, pretty much everything on, on ground in India. We provide that under the hosted buyer program to every e-commerce seller or any importer or wholesaler which qualify under our category of products. Gotcha. Okay. Just to and follow up, what is there specific yeah. categories? I would say yes. On the website, you'll see 18 broadly different product categories. It covers a lot of product categories. We have broadly mentioned, I would say, uh, in terms of industry. But I would explain it like any labor intensive factory, anything where you have a lot of labor intensive product. I am not talking about microchips. I'm not talking about uh, electronics. I will also exclude anything which is pure engineering. Uh, you don't need sourcing agents in India for that. Wherever a seller has a problem in the supply chain, communication, uh, even the consistency of quality coming again and again from the factory, uh, delay in shipments, uh, consistent supply chain, a lot of lack of commitment. It happens in the labor intensive sector where maximum 80% of the factories are micro and medium and small enterprises. They're not organized. They're not compared uh, mechanized factories. And 
that is where you need a sourcing agent in india it, it's a completely different business for us in india as compared to china and that is the reason we have to focus on those areas where we see maximum problem for a seller to source product from these factories that's why we have identified these 18 different industries they're mentioned on the website they're also mentioned on the hosted web program web page and uh, we uh, i would say identified all of them almost all the categories we can cover gotcha okay and yeah where can i you had mentioned that there's a website is that where folks can register for the hosted buyer program and then what makes a buyer eligible for the hosted buyer program so a new seller as well can be also eligible for it we are not getting into a scale that you should be a minimum this amount of seller or a seven figure seller or eight figure seller something like that what we intend to see when you fill up the form is that you are a genuine business entity that you are a even if you are an e-commerce seller or you are an importer or a wholesaler, you must have your business registrations. You must have your all uh, basic facilities and basic norms to do. <clears throat> and certain uh, identification, I would say, in terms of a company, we do a verification. We do a Zoom call with them and we see the intention. Yes, uh, they might be new. They might be just coming out and looking at India. So I would say quality matters as the more, not the quantity of your business. Gotcha. And and then the registration, registering through the website? Yes. So as a stakeholder, when you register at the website uh, on the Federation webpage, pretty much $6,000 is will be a cost for you to travel to India for six days, seven days, six nights, uh, staying in in five-star hotel, coming by economic class flight, attending the trade show, and then visiting factories. Then three days out of the six days, we are making sure that you are traveling around India, looking at uh, other places, feeling and experiencing India. That cost is around six thousand dollars. So we are saying, if you are a genuine seller, we qualify you as a seller, as as a as a potential buyer. You come here on the first day. You meet all the sourcing agent managers, which are you chosen by you during the entire process when you sign up. You only pay nine ninety nine dollars, so that you also become an equal stakeholder. Equally, the exporters of the product which were coming to exhibition, they also pay the same cost. And that is how we have created this fund, which is going to basically uh, provide the cushion for all the costs which were uh, bearing for the seller to come to India. So, Lakesh, just, so just understand. Everything on the website, yeah. Yeah, so just to understand a little better. So, the cost to go is $6,000, or if you're qualified, it's $99, or is it both? So if you do it on your own, you're traveling to India for six, seven days, six, nine, you want to stay in India and do what, pretty much what you want to do as a, as a India, as a new country, approximate yeah. cost will be $6,000, including your flight tickets. What we're saying is 5,000 is paid by us. You only pay $999. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're covering the 5,000 of the 6,000 cost basically. Yeah. And, and then just a quick follow-up question on the sourcing agents. Do you, do I need to have a sourcing agent or, you know, you're saying kind of you get one as you go through the process. Um, and if I is required to get a sourcing agent, like, can you explain a little more, like, how are they going to help me? What, what's their sort of duty when I get there? Sure. Meeting the sourcing agents among these 780 people, we are going to send you a list. You may choose maximum 10 people from that, depending on what category of product you're looking for from India. Meeting is mandatory, but hiring them is not mandatory to avail this program. You might say after these meetings that, okay, I am I know what I want to do here and I pretty much should be on my own. You'll only be 
connecting with the federation or my team as a travel partner then you are doing everything on your own maybe you want to take help from anybody else we have no questions to uh, asking to you got it got it okay let's, let's sorry to come again what's the, uh, you had the second question that what do hosting do for you yeah why don't why don't we take a quick break and then right after that just kind of explain a little more what the sourcing agent's going to uh, do either while you're there or maybe even after you leave, uh, after we take sure. a quick commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. All right, you guys, be sure to head over to gatita.com forward slash sellernomics for the first 400 in reimbursements free. We're back with Lokesh. So yes, please, Lokesh, get back into the, the involvement with the seller and the agent, either on the trip or after we get back. Yeah. Sourcing agents are your eyes and ears on the, on the ground. They are pretty much making sure as your soldiers, as your company, as your loss prevention officer on the floor, that nothing goes wrong in your supply chain. As you have been also working with sellers, the most important for a seller is that their sales are not getting haywire. The supply chain is consistently improving and improving. There is no dip, uh, especially out of stock or you, you do so much in terms of marketing and sales to stay competitive, stay on the top. So your back is covered by your sourcing agent. That's what pretty much we would say that we are your backbone of the entire ecosystem where you probably will be making money is with an efficient sourcing agent or if even if you don't have a sourcing agent with your sourcing activities that's where i think the backbone of your entire business is when you're selling products in a highly competitive market like amazon or any other e-commerce so we will service all your needs whether it's new products whether it's your designs whether it's creating a trend for you whether even guiding the seller on what should be brought from india that's one of the most important question ever asked by me for a lot of sellers that I see 1,000 items in China, but I don't see a single item from India. And they say, okay, you focus on what India is strong in. Don't go into apple to apple comparison, you will be lost. Because these two countries are completely different in terms of manufacturing. They have their own strengths and they have their own weaknesses. You play with your weaknesses, you play with your strength. And that is where we, is, is the foundation for any seller to create a growth in the business when they're doing businesses. Are you having a right product? Then are you having the right factory? Then are you having the right factory and right product and the right operations in terms of matchmaking? Maybe you're it's just a startup private label seller and you would only like 500 pieces or, or maybe 1,000 pieces. Now you get into a factory which is supplying to all the key accounts like uh, Walmart and, and, and I would say all the big, big boxes. For them, 500 or 1,000 pieces is peanuts, but they will never say no to you. Because 500 to 1000 is also adding to their production capacity, but you will be lost. So all these small issues which man might create a problem for you are all the functions which a sourcing agent does for you in India. Yeah, gotcha. absolutely. And, and Lokesh, uh, I, I want to follow up with one more question. Uh, we talked a little bit about categories. What have you seen? You know, you're, you're kind of saying there's certain things that come from China that maybe India just isn't quite ramped up to do or capable of doing at this moment. What things have you seen that India uh, category rise uh, it kind of specializes in or has been efficient at? The top chart would be textiles. I'm not talking about 
textiles in terms of apparel and garment that has been taken away by Bangladesh and Vietnam. So the India would be number one in comparison to any country today would be home textiles, whether it's home furnishing, cushion covers, curtains, draperies, uh, even wall decorations by home textiles, a mixed material product made of uh, hand knotted textiles, hand tufted textiles, hand woven textiles. That is the, the essence of the business today. The growth of factories in this segment in three or four production centers in India is like 200% in the last couple of years. So mm. if you are into home decor and home and gift category and you would like to do something with India, the top pick has to be home textiles. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. And going back to the trip. So you said, it, you know, a rough estimate if you want to spend, you know, six days, seven nights or seven Day six nights, whatever the yeah, there you go. Seventy six nights, um, and the flights would be roughly six thousand. But y'all will cover the first five of it. Are there specific dates for this trip? Yes, that's a good question. We would like you to explore India as much as possible, and pretty much every month or so, there are different international shows happening around. For example, one which the the one which having in August seventeen August. Right after that, uh, there are three days of toy fair. And if you're not happy with Toy Fair, we can take you to Mumbai, which is a, a Western part of India. There is another fair happening of Home and Gift. So there will be something to align. Very rarely we'll have a, ch a choice where we only have our own exhibition, where we'll have exhibitors showcasing your product and we don't have any exhibition. But I would say most of the time you will have some exhibitions to cover with you. And it's just three days of business. We will insist on getting you only three days to do business and next three days you should explore India. A lot of people say, why do you want to do that? Why don't you just give us three days and maybe reduce the cost? And we always tell you that India is a difficult country. India is a different country. Unless you know the country, unless you're on the road, you experience the, the people, you can go to any part of India, you'll see a common issues, common culture, common communication issues on the ground. So once you go back and if you have hired a sourcing agent or you're not hired a sourcing agent, but you're communicating with the factory, you tend to now inbuilt that experience into what you're facing as a challenge. Oh, I know this is this happens in India. So we want to make sure that next three days is also your knowledge travel. It's not like leisure or tourist, but we would count it as your knowledge travel. So so yeah. I think I heard there that the 17th of August is when this trip starts, right? The first one is happening on 17th August. The next one we would plan for October is a big international home and gift fair happening. And if gotcha. there are a lot of people, so minimum five or six sellers have to be together. That's one of one of the more uh, conditions. We cannot have only one person coming and say, oh, I want to come to India. Because the whole ecosystem is when you are putting a $5,000 for one person, it becomes difficult when you don't have a lot of exhibitors and a lot of buyers together. Okay. So so this is a show or this is a trip to India that kind of occurs on a varied cadence depending on how many sellers you have to participate. So there may be a show. On, so minimum five or six. Minimum five or six. Is there a cap? I would say 25. 25. Okay. okay. So if you maybe don't quite have enough sellers in August, they'll, you know, you may have enough in October and yeah. they'll go in October and then maybe they'll sign January. up. We keep okay. on telling them and they can come up on the next event. Okay. Gotcha. That's very helpful. So the catch to, to familiarize everybody a little bit with maybe some things that either set India apart or maybe even make it similar to China. Um, I'm going to throw a couple things out and help out some of the sellers. Things like, uh, you know, sometimes people over in China will get uh, 
they'll get terms with the factory. Uh, is that something that's done over in India? And then also, uh, what about things like uh, getting a, an inspection done on the products to make sure the quality's there before it ships? And then, of course, I don't know if people are familiar with the less tariffs or taxes you pay coming into the U.S., but maybe could you cover those three areas a little bit for uh, sellers? So when you mentioned inspections, when you mentioned tariffs and taxes, and what was the third one? The third one was uh, getting terms with the factory, okay. if that's possible. Yes. Getting terms in the factory is very much possible. A lot of factoring companies have now launched their business in India. So if you are having a good credit history, you might be able to get uh, factoring done. Uh, new sellers, especially e-commerce sellers, I don't recommend this route because your product tends to become expensive. The moment you ask for credit, there is a risk involved. And when there is a risk involved, there is certain element of profit margin, which a, sell, which a factory would tend to add. Uh, I would say, in fact, you should be looking at more relationship building. Couple of shipments down the line, when you have a relationship, you travel to India, meet, meet the factory, meet their family. Maybe when they are coming to meet their other clients in, in the US, you can always invite them to your home or or your town and you, the more bonding is is between you and, and and the factory credit becomes or business becomes secondary then the relationship becomes first that is actually more important in india rather than i i don't think any other country would would tend to say that i've seen a lot of uh, experienced sellers saying the same thing that yes relationship with factory will be the first factor in fact actually in terms of credit or even in terms of problems because problems might happen it's a private label it's it's a manufacturing happening somewhere down uh, in a nook and corner of any other country, there could be certain supply chain issues coming up. So when you have relationships, it, it definitely includes also credit as a, as a benefit when you, have, when you have good relationship with the factory. In terms of uh, inspections, India is completely uh, at par with all the international norms. Uh, all the sourcing agents are, are basically competent to do inspection. They have inspectors, QAs. My office also has like seven QAs in different uh, towns and cities. And you can also have third-party inspection. All the international third-party inspection companies are, are here in India to, to make sure that you get the right product. And in terms of tariffs, yes, India is a little bit expensive than uh, than China in terms of tariffs. There are certain products which you tariff from India is expensive than China. Uh, China, I think, still have some uh, preferential uh, tariffs on certain products. Logistically, I would say shipment when container-wise, we are almost there now. And, and that is why India is now growing. Uh, before the Great Pause, I would say we could have been really a good alternative to China. But after the Great Pause, which people call lockdown and I call the Great Pause, a lot of sellers have moved back to Mexico or even within America. That is the reason India again became their third choice. That If we have to move away from China, then why, why India? Let's go back to Mexico or maybe near shoring and what you say, near sourcing. Otherwise, we are almost competitive with uh, China in many of the categories because of their high labor cost and because of the logistic uh, cost almost at par with China. Yeah, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though, Lakesh, like some of the tariffs coming from China, what we refer to as like the Trump taxes, or Trump tariffs, those don't necessarily apply to a lot of the stuff coming in from India, correct? Yes, uh, it doesn't apply to India. Yeah, so I think people need to weigh that when they're looking at sourcing from different areas. Uh, you know, if you're going from and and I, as you know, I've been down to Mexico and been on a bunch of trips down there. And yeah, it, it is convenient, but prices are high. Cost of goods are higher to get there, you know, to get it. 
So you really need to start weighing on, you know, either China, Mexico, or even India, what is your landed cost? You know, after exactly. all the tariffs and everything, you've got to weigh those to really see where you're getting That's the best deal. Level hack you should always recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. What will, exactly. what will it cost me at my warehouse, at my door? And you will get to know yep. the price. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, what I'm getting at is I actually, uh, you know, before I sold my business, we were actually sourcing from China and second was actually India. We weren't sourcing from Mexico, but that also had to do with the products we were sourcing weren't necessarily available in Mexico. And uh, even to this day, the company that I was with is still sourcing from India uh, quite a few of its products. And we have great terms with the people, great relationship. Uh, we, we send postcards to them, uh, during the holidays and they send some to us. So it, there's great relationships there, but, uh, let's, uh, let's move on a little bit more to, uh, you know, you talked about the website, uh, you know, there's qualifications that people can go and kind of check out, even if they're not quite qualified, they should still probably go sign up and at least go through the information. Right. So if things change or there's updated information, uh, I don't think we had a chance to give out the uh, website yet. I think we're kind of holding that a little bit to the end. Uh, but is there anything we missed, Lokesh, that maybe people need to know more about uh, the hosted buyer program? Well, I had, I think, a set of questions, which uh, it, the FAQ is on the website as well. So if you go to the hosted sure. buyer program page, you will see uh, FAQ scrolling on your right side. And pretty much all your questions as a buyer would be answered on FAQ. And if in case we are missing any question, there is a form, there is a, an email, or then even the phone, phone number is there. You can all reach out to us by WhatsApp, Telegram, or whatever you feel is, is good for you, and we can answer your questions. Yeah, so uh, why don't we give out that hosted buyer program website right now, and then uh, maybe right after that, we'll take a break and come back and, and learn a little more about Lokesh. Uh, go ahead and give that out, Lokesh, so everybody can hear what the website is to find out more for the hosted buyer program. So it's pretty easy. It's FBA, which you all know as sellers, FBA.org organization.in. So FBA.org.in. Pretty simple to okay. understand and easy to remember. That's easy. Fe uh, Federation of Business Ambassadors, FBA.org.in. Yep. So uh, Lisa's flashing on the screen, but for those listening, again, head over to fba.org.in. And uh, this might be a perfect spot. Take a quick uh, break and we come back. Let's hear more from Lokesh and find out a little bit more about his company right after this uh, quick commercial break. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at katita.com slash sellernomics. So yeah, welcome back to the show. And just real quick, uh, Lisa's on mute and she's going to fix that in a second. But uh, yeah, we got Lokesh on from ADK India LLC. And we were just talking about the hosted buyer program, but also be sure to head on over to getty.com forward slash seller noms, get that 400 FBA reimbursements. Lokesh, lots of great information. Uh, just so everybody knows, I've actually known Lokesh for a little while now. We had great time on an online seller cruise. Got to hear a lot about this program, a lot about himself. I'll vouch for Lokesh any time of day. So if you uh, haven't heard his name, you will definitely be hearing it a lot more. He is absolutely the India expert, uh, knows a lot about what's going on over there, a lot of sources and, and these great programs that he's involved with. So definitely check these things out. 
And, uh, you know, there's lots of opportunity there. I mean, heck, as a seller, if I had known about this program for only $1,000, getting, you know, $5,000 in credit to go look at possibly more sources, I definitely would have took advantage of this. But just pivoting slightly, Lokesh, tell us a bit about ADK India LLC. What do you, what kind of service is it? And uh, how long has it been around? Tell us more about it. Uh, that's a good question. I was actually coming to it. So ADK India is my own entity. Just like Federation is, I am the spokesperson right now. I was a thought leader. We started this, but we have a structure as a Federation. We have elections and we have presidents and vice presidents and everybody has as a volunteer. So my own company is ADK India LLC, which is a US-based consulting group. I have office in Germany, which takes care of all the legal desk issues of the Federation. I have office in the US, which is taking care of multiple services for factories. We help factories set up their sales and distribution centers uh, in US, both offline and also e-commerce. And my India office takes care of all the sourcing needs for my clients. So this is pretty much I've been doing since 2000, uh, 1994. So it's almost like 30, 30th year now. And when you say ADK India, people might tend to get confused and where does Federation comes in? So ADK India is an entity where I make my bread and butter. But Federation is where I put my effort in community service. I help sellers, exporters and sourcing agents build businesses with India at its focus. That's that's what I would say. Got gotcha. it. Awesome. And where can folks learn more about ADK India and get in touch with you if they have any questions? I have a YouTube channel. I am uh, thanks to uh, a few e-commerce sellers. They have motivated. We have accountability group. Uh, so I am very now active on my YouTube. In fact, uh, I initially had like 100 odd uh, followers. Now it's almost reaching 300 in the last two months. A lot of content for you on my YouTube on in terms of sourcing, in terms of uh, trends, in terms of what exactly you should be looking at, at when you are looking at India. Then Federation also has a YouTube channel where we talk about hosted wire programs and, and other issues like uh, cargo damage claims and, and payment recoveries. I also have Instagram and you should go on Instagram and you see all resources. There are a lot of templates, a lot of resources and uh, I would say formats available to you as a seller. For example, what should be a standard photo for format? You should ask your factories whether you're doing it from China, whether you're doing it from India, Vietnam, Bangladesh. There are certain things which you must require in a photo for format. So that is easily available. You go and access it on my Instagram. Uh, standard factory questions, FAQ. If you're looking at a new factory and as a seller, you are a buyer to the factory, what kind of question you should ask? So there are three different FAQs I've mentioned on that on the, on the resources. You can customize it based on what business you have, but that will give you, especially a startup seller, they will give you pretty much a long food for thought okay, how do I approach the factory? There is one research which says, okay, how do I find products in India? Because India doesn't have Alibaba. Or if, if even we have Alibaba, there are maybe 100 or 200 factories from India, while we have, I think, close to 20,000 factories in India. So how do you find a product without Alibaba, without any international trade fair? So all these resources are available on the Instagram. Gotcha. Awesome. And if you guys are interested in learning more about ADK India directly, you can go to adkindia.me or email Lokesh directly at lp at adkindia.me. And then Lokesh, just one final question for you before we sign off. Just any tips for folks traveling to India in general? Should they get a lot of Indian currency or are they could okay to use their credit cards? Or, or a uh, visa? 
or visa? Do they need a visa or are they okay with a passport? Like give us a couple of tips there. Yeah, we have an online visa for uh, on arrival visa now for business as well as uh, travel and uh, pretty much your US currency, your your debit cards, credit cards, all even American Express cards all acceptable at most of the locations. Uh, India is very, very growing economy now. So a lot of things have opened up in the last 30, 40 years. So I don't think so you have any problem coming to India. My only request would be come with an open mind, especially when you have experience in China. Do not try to copy your China experience into India. Otherwise, you will fail. You need to look at it from a very different perspective. Just like when you are traveling to Mexico and you have been to China, you understand. Just because we are neighbors, people think, oh, India and China should be almost, for me, it should be the same experience. No. It should be, your feeling should be as equal to what you do. Maybe you're going to Mexico, you may be going to Colombia or whatever, compared to China. And then you'll see a lot of immense opportunities and, and business growth coming from India. Awesome. awesome. Good tip. Thank you, Lokesh. Appreciate your time today and sharing with us about this awesome program. I definitely think I I can't see it not being successful. I, If I were a seller, I would be taking advantage of it. So, <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Rob. Awesome. Thank you for everybody who tuned in today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to give us a thumbs up, share your thoughts in the comments, subscribe to the show, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sellernomics Podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, Gatita. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. Be sure to join us again next week for more great tips on how to grow your business. And thanks again for listening.